Welcome to Dope and Unfiltered, a podcast about declaring openness, peace, and empowerment for your life. Each episode, we're discussing life, career, relationships, leveling up, and living in your dopeness. Now here are your hosts, Eve Brown and Sharla Walker. Hey guys, how you been doing? <laughs> we out here. <laughs> we head around corner. <laughs> Welcome to Dope and Unfiltered. I'm Eve. And I am Sharla. And we out here. Out here in these streets. Yes. And we're healthy and staying safe and wearing masks. And we just trying to make it. Basically. Are you tired of asking people the COVID questions? I am tired of COVID just in so many different ways that I don't even want to discuss how I'm tired of it. Like, I'm just over it. Basically. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. But, you know, at work on your day job, are you required to ask those questions about breathing? Yeah. And people be lying. And so I'm sick of it. Yeah. I'm over it too at this point. Yeah. People be lying. I know. Has anyone in your house tested positive COVID? No. Seriously. Has anybody in your house been tested? I have pending test results. I had this this mom came into this office yeah. and said, oh, no, no, uh-uh, no. Nah. And then got all the way to the back and was like, well, actually, she got a cough and already nose, and her dad just tested positive. She was over there this weekend, but he don't live with me. That's why I didn't say that somebody in my house. See, and that's the kind of stuff that I don't have time for. And so I'm right. just over right. coronavirus. Basically, I see you with the fancy hair still. Girl, I just I'm trying to make it look like somebody, but it's fine. (laughs) She don't want to behave. This little piece I got, but yeah, no, it's just trying to trying to live, man. Trying to be out here Uh and do all the things and every single one. Right, right. Every single one. Uh School has started down there, right? School already started. Oh, yeah. That's the new thing is now that they're trying to demand that on my back to school notes that I violate HIPAA and put the alternative diagnoses. It's oh. just been a whole, yeah, just whatever. Uh-huh. Just like, okay, you vomited because you got chlamydia. And like, that's what you want to put on the school note? Vomiting because related to chlamydia, like no, that sounds like a HIPAA violation to me. Uh-huh. That's it yourself. So yeah. Wait a minute, they want. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yes, they want. So they want you. It's not. It's no longer acceptable just for me to give them a note saying that they're cleared to go back to school. They um, have to have a diagnosis, or else. Yes, I'm like that is so HIPAA. So now parents have to re- to sign a release of records. Yeah. Request like they have to sign a, a ROR, and this this week one of school like I'm not up to here. That's crazy. They're, yeah. they're not making us do anything like that. That's that's insane though. You just put mm-hmm. all this business on the street. We'll yeah, on the like okay, well she found it because she got syphilis. Now anyone? <laughs> Any she's other questions? Itching. She's itching because she got the clap. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was throwing up because she's pregnant. Surprise. 
Surprise. <laughs> and I don't feel like I should have to put that on there. I feel like as a clinician, if I said they're cleared to go back to school, they're cleared to go back to school. Right. Without any restrictions or whatever the restrictions Girl, are. If they, if they come back, so they faxed over like this algorithm. So if I refuse to put it on the note, they have to sit out for 10 days. So basically forcing the parents to sign the ROI. Girl, it just has been a lot of dumb. Yeah. Dumb. 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 <laughs> A lot of dumb. Yeah. So let's get into this thing. So first of all, I'm going to apologize for me because (laughs) the last episode that was put out there was when the world was great. Okay. (laughs) It was 2019. I think that was the last time that something got aired. Some uh, things were recorded between um, after that, but for just a number of reasons, um, they just were not published or made public or anything like that. So yeah, it's been it's been a while because you know life been getting in the way. You know, twenty twenty has been trash. Like, or as my friend told me how to say it in Spanish, it's basura. Yes, yes, it's basura. And a coworker texted me the other day. She's like, so when can we officially declare 2020 a swear word? I cannot. <laughs> like, what in 2020 is going on here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I so agree. It's, yeah. it's been a lot. It's been, been a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Last Friday, Chadwick Boseman almost took me out. Oh, my God. It, first, like, I, I didn't I thought it wasn't true at first. I saw it on Facebook from um from another friend and I'm like, did she fact check before she posted? Yeah, no. And so then I had to search and I'm like, no. And I don't really, you know, get into all the celebrity stuff. Yeah, I'm not me either, either, but it's just something girl. about him. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because of his age, he was forty three. Yeah, it's or, all of it. It's yeah. all it's it's all of it for me. <laughs> yeah. He's forty three. The roles that he decided to play, the mm-hmm. you know, it's all of it. The fact that it was such a private battle to find out that people were calling him the Crack Panther because the internet sucks, booty hole. Uh-huh. Um, it just it's all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, is it that or is it the fact that it just seemed like he was really hitting his like his prime and his stride or that that is what happened yeah he knew it after yeah after he got um after he got diagnosed he made 10 more movies he knew it he knew he was in his prime Uh it really just you know puts in perspective like i want to die empty like his legacy is going to continue and I want to live, like, I want to be that committed to the purpose that I feel like God has given me, that you yeah. do a cancer diagnosis, I'm going to be out here with Wakanda forever. Right, right. Because he definitely left a legacy. Yeah. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, you're the Howards. That was kind of hitting me there, too. Yes. And like I said, it was a type of cancer because it was the same cancer that, um, you know, that took my dad. And my father yeah. was 65 when he passed. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm just feeling some kind of way about this whole thing. I don't know. R.I.P. Power, what the feel? Yeah. King T'Challa. Mm-hmm. There will be no battle today. <laughs> See, I wasn't even going to try to imitate the accent because I really suck at stuff like that. <laughs> there will be no battle today. 
No, um, I actually listened to his commencement speech that he did at, um, at Howard, and yeah. he talked about that. He talked about how he was working at a, on a soap opera role, and he challenged them because they were trying to stereotype his character, and then oh. he got fired. <laughs> they fired that man, but that's okay. But he talks about, you know, just living out the purpose. Like, that was his goal, was to want to live out the purpose that God had given him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That is actually a really good segue into, you know, the next bullet point I have on here in our, our little show notes. So um, we have both been slammed. Just so much going on. Projects, school family, all sorts of... Life, man, adults can be hard. Hmm? I said adults can be hard. It is. It is. And why did I want to hurry up and be an adult when I was a kid? I don't, I, you, you know, hard hit. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I wish I could go back to where my only bill was gas. And I don't know that I ever lived that life. <laughs> Cause I always pay for like my cell phone bill. Like I, I've always paid my bills. I don't know that I would live that life, but yeah, this be ghetto. Like this year's just. There have been some highlights, but I'm just like, oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. continue. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, no, it all works. So yeah, like I said, we have both been busy. Um, I know you started um, Hearts Over Habits, right? at the end, like the tail end of 2019, and yeah. you kind of took off running with that. Yes. <laughs> so um, just give them a little something about what the goal or the purpose behind your nonprofit is. So Hearts Over Habits is a nonprofit that I started really just birthed out of a need that I saw um, working where I work. So I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner by trade, and I have um, I work in in um, in the hood with my cousins, and that's that's great. I love it. Um, but with that, I saw that there was a need for some like social um, and emotional learning skills that some of these girls didn't have access to. And so, out of that, I birthed this nonprofit, um, Hearts Over Habits, and it's my baby. Um, we've been slowing down on on the west side too, just because it's been so um, you know just priorities have been shifted, but I'm um, building an online life skills academy where we're going to be doing some evidence-based programs, some mentoring, some life skills, um, working with Career Source Tampa Bay um, to get these girls in to get like finished GEDs and all that kind of stuff. So hoping to, we were supposed to launch uh, actually last month on my birthday and that got pushed back to 2021 because coronavirus. <sighs> be ruining my life but we are still working and you know we're taking this time to pivot build rebuild um just got a new logo new logo who this so you know we just out here <laughs> out here doing what we can um taking some um you know rebuilding our our board and you know doing a lot of of the underground work now in the middle of trademarking some stuff so um i'm excited i know that it's really something that's God has called me to do because I don't really be doing girls like that. I got three sisters and I feel like that's enough for me. So this is really a God-given assignment. I was like, the girls? Oh, <laughs> oh I know. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I love them, but God. Tell me about it. I'm the waiting. girls? 
No. I didn't know what he was doing when he gave me a boy. He really did. He really did. Because <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know about these girls. <laughs> but that's why, you know, your own, what you're doing is so necessary. And I know that we've talked so many times offline about what you were planning um, and putting together and just to see that take off the weight it did. I was like, dang. Yeah. She out here. <laughs> it, it really, it really be God because I'm not that crafty. I be telling people like, no, it be God because I'm not that crafty at all. Like it be Him. This was uh-huh. His idea, um, and it has taken off in the ways that I could have never imagined. Yeah. Um, and you know, there were some things that were set in place, but then kind of got you know we were working with the state with the. Um, foster care system. So we really focus, anybody can be a part of the program, but our our real focus is those young ladies who are in foster care and they don't have continuity. Um, Mm -hmm. Our program is all online and that was done pre-COVID, which I'm like, this is how you know it's a God idea. God knew that I needed an online platform because it was a whole pandemic around the corner. He was like, it needs to be this way. Um, But really done that way because a lot of these girls don't have continuity because they bounce from place to place. But they typically usually have a phone. Um, And Mm -hmm. so just to try to build that community online for them where they had access to things and classes and all of that. So um, I'm excited. I'm hoping at some point in my lifetime to be working uh, my nonprofit full time. And that's my goal. Look, listen, that phone. Them girls don't have that phone. Yeah. They may not have ID, which is something I've learned on my job. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have a phone. Yeah, and actually, um, it's required through the state. Like when they're in state custody, like DCF, um, they are, they have to. Like the state has to provide them with a phone with the internet. Huh. Okay. So yeah, so they always like so they have access, and so we're really. Um, we were doing 17 to 24, and then I had a couple 13-year-olds come to me uh-huh. that were having the sex, and I was like, oh, we got to start earlier. <laughs> so yeah. so um, our age range is 14 to 24. Uh-huh. I'm having classes, you know, classes that are appropriate for them, um, uh-huh. working on like mind matters, relationships, um, and then just a couple extra classes too. And so I'm excited, man. It's It's definitely... It's definitely a thing. It's it's slowly happening. Um, I'm learning a lot about myself, learning a lot about people, mm-hmm. about not like owning a nonprofit. I got a lawyer now. Hey. Okay. I have <laughs> we have representation. Um, okay. So it's just it's just it's learning, and I'm I'm grateful that you know I've been able to do that in private and not you know this whole thing blow up and then it yeah. literally blows up. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so. In a way, it's been, you know, it's been a blessing just to allow us to reflect and kind of reconvene our, uh-huh. our things. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And it's funny that you say pivot. That seems to be the theme. The theme, yes. The word of 2020 um, is needing to pivot and recognizing when it's time you know other conversations that we've had because um you were the first one to, who told me that maybe i need, needed to pivot so <laughs> what's been keeping me busy so much so more many than the usual um and i'll just 
tell the very, very shortened version of this story. <laughs> I got demoted <laughs> on my job. <laughs> For something and, that was not her fault. Yes, and I had to pivot. I had to process that whole situation. Um, you know, like Charles said, it was not my fault. It was really just a really gross oversight without getting into too many details, but basically, um, I had to go back into a staffing position mm -hmm. and once I processed that and got back on the floor, I realized I do miss patient care. So, you know, it wasn't all bad, but then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm backtracking. I'm supposed to be moving yeah. forward in my career and bedside was never my end goal. So right. maybe it's time for me to kind of expand and see what else, what else is out there, man. Yeah, yeah, and so because I've always felt like there was some kind of purpose to all the things that I've experienced, to what I've learned, and I really have been trying to seek a way to kind of pull all that together. Mm -hmm. And that experience did kind of help pull me there. So now I too am doing that clinic life. <laughs> Yes. Um, I moved into um, a position at an OBGYN clinic um, with a different health system. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, it is a um, it is a, in an urban setting. I'll put it that way. I we you. serve an underserved population. Um, yeah, we're gonna get them. With my fellow cousins as well, and you know what? Seriously, I'm okay with that. I'm I okay. I, I do. I do. I love it too. There, one time, this girl, I was like trying to speak life into her and yeah. speak to her soul, and I knew I had hit a nerve. She was crying, and she pulled her eyelashes off, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> you ain't gonna get that not working with your cousins." <laughs> Pull your eyelashes off and let's have a real conversation. And it was them long ones too that be touching your face from across uh -huh. the room. Yes, yeah. pull them off. Let's get real. Right. And yeah, I, I feel like this is definitely more my lane. Um, when I first got into OB nursing postpartum, um, the hospital that I was at, Charlie's work there too, was a women's hospital. And I'll say it was a mixed demographic, but definitely a different type of population mm -hmm. um, as opposed to where I'm at now. And I feel much more. Da, 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 da. We're brothers. We're happy and we No, but, you know, really, there's so many health disparities in maternal yeah. health breastfeeding, preeclampsia. Yeah. We got work to do, diabetes, we, Just type yeah. 2 diabetes. It's so much going on. They're not even to mention all the social stuff, all the other things that these women are carrying on yep. top of the baby. Yep. And so much that they're responsible for. It's, it's a lot. And so... Um, with all that being said, I did say I was going to try to tell a short version of the story and it was not that successful. <laughs> all of that has kind of led me to kind of refine 
the things I've been working on, including this whole Dope and Unfiltered project, which was started again with me trying to find purpose with all of my knowledge, experience, and education, yeah. and finding a way to kind of um, tell my story, inspire, um, motivate, and just get people to live, or women in particular, to live as authentically as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and so with all that being said, the direction of Dope and Unfiltered combined with all the things that you have going on has caused another pivot. And so just to get the sad news out of the way, this is our final Dope and Unfiltered episode. Yes, but we're still around. Yeah. We're yeah. Just, we're it just is that, and ain't no beef, okay? It just is, right. it literally is just, like, okay, we got this project, we got that project, I'm gonna still be on the, the next one from time to time. Right. We'll be like Destiny's Child. You be saying, no, no, no. We'll, 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 we'll reunite. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. <laughs> I'm not Beyonce, though. I might be more like Kelly. <laughs> I'll take Beyonce. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, can, I can do that. But before yeah. we close out the dope and unfiltered chapter of our lives, we, we're going to do the shenanigans one final time. So this is just going to be unfiltered. For the culture. Yes, yes, yes. And what we are going to talk about for this grand finale is home ownership. The shit that folks really didn't tell you about owning a home and how it's supposed to be the quote-unquote American dream. It is, though. <laughs> it does, it's work. It's work. It's my I love my house. It be doing some rainy stuff. You know, one AC went out, and the next couple months, the, the second one did. Had to get a whole new roof. But I, I, I love this place. It is raggedy. Like, just something like the money. Like, you're like, God damn! <laughs> I just paid my first mortgage note yesterday and i'm like okay <laughs> you want to take my money i actually am going through the process of, we're going through the process because we've been in our house it'll be it was a year um last saturday on Andre's birthday and so we're refinancing because the rates are super fire right now yeah and um i like just going through the paperwork all over again i was like i hate it here the paperwork and the bank call it, and you gotta fax this, and you gotta sign it, and you WT. I was like, don't y'all have this stuff? It's the same bank. Good lord. Right. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. These folks on these home improvement shows, like the Property Brothers or Love It or Listed, they go through all of this drama and blah 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 over the house has to have the perfect this, the perfect that. It's too small here. It's yada yada yada. Finding the house was actually the easiest part of the process. So don't be fooled by these TV shows. Oh, for me, it was the opposite. Oh, finding, the, finding the house for me, oh, I my husband's a realtor, y'all. So I had access. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be like HGTV. Oh, I'm going to go see three houses. I'll pick one. He's a parachute builder. I'm a, a dog trainer. And we have a budget of $6 million. Right. Now, that's not what happened. I was like, don't like take me to see another flipping house. Yellow. The paint's yellow. I don't like it. It's dated. You you do know you can repaint. Okay. 
fine. You don't like the house. Move on. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, that wasn't, it wasn't really that for me. I'm like big on square footage. I'm like, you could change a lot of things, but changing square footage is rough. Not that you can't, but I ain't trying to do it. So I was fine with some of the cosmetic stuff, but yeah. there was a particular area where I wanted to stay and uh -huh. I was not going to pay what they wanted me to pay to live in the city of Tampa. I just wasn't. And I was like, okay, this is my budget. I'm not paying no $500,000 to live in no psychedelic shack. I'm just not. Exactly. So yeah, one of my big moments of, you know, 2020, it's ghetto, but it definitely has some bright moments is that I bought a house. Yay. I know. I know. Right. And boy, what a process it was it is not the first time i've been a homeowner um but it has been a very long time the first time i was married i was not completely sold on the idea um but you know my ex was like god told him it was time to buy a house and you know i i, I went with that even though <laughs> the god i served was like y'all ain't ready <laughs> I, I went along with you know he said God said buy the house. So we you know, we went ahead, we bought the house and it was new construction. So that was one oh, different yeah. um I really didn't have a bunch of debts at the time, so the closing process was pretty cut and dry. Yeah. So but like I said, neither of us were ready. Um especially him. <laughs> Red flag. He didn't even like to balance a checkbook and I really should have known that in hindsight <laughs> that finances were gonna be a problem. Um, and we proceed to lose that house a year later. Um, so I did, yeah, not, not even a year because after we moved in, um, my position was eliminated, but I did find another job a few months later and then I got eliminated from that one and could wow. not find work at least at the level of what I was getting paid before it happened. Wow. It was like a huge, huge difference. Um, so, yeah, to go through that whole process of foreclosure, I will not wish that dread and that stress on anybody. But, you yeah. know, I got through it. And I remember saying it was about five years ago um, when we separated. I said, you know what? I do want to own a house again one day, but I want it to be on my terms. Yeah. I want it to be something I know I can afford. Right. Um. And, you know, I want to be all in on the process and really know what I'm, what I'm getting myself into because I right. can say that I really didn't know a whole lot. Again, I was following his lead, even though everything within me was screaming, no, no, no. But I... You were saying no, 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 no. Basically. <laughs> you should have been no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny's child. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that was my why. And I said I would love to do it um, by the time I'm 40. So I had the plan in place to get some of my debts paid down, um, try to save some money up. And again, 2020 did have its bright spots. I was able to really save up a decent amount of my down payment because I wasn't spending any money because outside is closed. <laughs> you can't go nowhere. <laughs> so, it's outside. It's closed. It's closed. I couldn't. We couldn't go anywhere. My my birthday trip got canceled. 
Uh, <laughs> Everything I tried to do, Rona said no. But no. we did have a really nice virtual party. We did. That was nice. It was fun. That was actually really nice. I was pleasantly surprised at how good of a time I had on Zoom or Duo or whatever, however we yes. did it. <laughs> it was fun. It yeah, was fun. Yeah. There was music, mm -hmm. laughter. Yes. All the things. Yep. Food. There was alcohol. It was. Shenanigans were had. Yep. <laughs> like, we had a good time. Yeah. Um, so in the midst of all that, went out there and house hunting had to change my realtor. After I can go, I was like, girl, fire her. <sighs> yeah. Told you yeah. not. And, and I had to change my lender because mm -hmm. he was equally as trash. Fire <laughs> them both. I said, your whole team is trash. <laughs> I was like, your whole team. Fire. Fire and fire some more. Yeah. So I will say that's probably the first thing about buying the house is that you really have need to have a good relationship with that realtor yeah. and that he or she is looking out for your best interest. Mm -hmm. And the first realtor I had, she was not. Um, the places that she was showing me, I pulled up to one house and funny, I was always the first one there every time we did get together. But this particular house, I just looked around the neighborhood and I saw like abandoned houses. Some and I'm just looking around and I can hear my father in my head cussing up a storm. I didn't raise you like this. How you gonna live? I mean, and I could just hear him. I'm like, okay, daddy. <laughs> this ain't gonna work. I know. This ain't gonna work. <laughs> the house was trash. And those were the kind of places she was taking me to. Yeah, because she felt like yeah. that's what you you like your where your money. It one thing, my husband's a realtor, and one thing like people in his industry. They once they feel like you're not gonna be a quick close or whatever, whatever, like they will straight try to ixnay you. And my husband really takes pride in being able to give that full experience. He he will work with people. We actually yeah. just had an incident last week where that like we're gonna have to change change some things because he worked with this one person mm -hmm. for like a year, like really helped her, helped her like you know land um, about. She did the EIDL thing, landed mm -hmm. about twenty grand, and then found out that her bank. Mm -hmm, then found out that her bank would give her, you know, money back for using their realtor, and then mm -hmm. went with their realtor after my husband spent this whole year. That's awful. Yeah. Amen. But we did. You know what though? Because it was somebody who I was cool with, did not have the paperwork in place. Mm hmm. And so, lesson learned, bro. Like, you know, we don't, I feel like we don't miss out on nothing because God, like, you know, God got us. It's what, I mean, it's whatever. Be blessed. Um, yeah. But, because we don't count money that we don't, you know, like that we haven't made. Right. But there are people like in the industry that are like that, like to where mm -hmm. if they feel like you're not going to be a quick sale or your commission, you know, they're not going to get quick, fast yeah. commission, then they're not going to mess with you. That same realtor wouldn't mm -hmm. have talked to her 
prior to all this work that my husband had put in to help her, mm -hmm. help her with. Um, and she yeah. had actually got denied for the loan before the money, like the money situation mm -hmm. with the EIDL stuff. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. But mm -hmm. I say all that to say that you really need to be in relationship with the right people. Um, mm -hmm. And that goes both ways. So that's what we learned. Like it goes with clients as well as being on the right. receiving end of right. it. Right, because I would have respected her a whole lot more had she just been like, you know what? Hey, this, this is my work, whatever, yes. whatever. But yes. to go days without hearing anything and then to get like a text, like the one that just kind of did it for me that we were supposed to get together to look at some houses and she, I told her I was free all weekend. I didn't hear anything Friday, didn't hear anything Saturday. Sunday, I'm out running errands. It's like 10 minutes to 12 text message. So, are there any houses you want to see today? So, wait, wait, ho, ho, wait a minute. What? First of all, you want me to drop what I'm doing at almost noon on a Sunday? And you're asking me what the, I want to see. So, basically, you haven't looked up or booked anything for me to go look at. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. We're done. We're done. And this girl had the nerve to send me a happy Mother's Day picture. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. You know how you get those um on holidays? Oh um, yeah. Like those random animated pictures with happy or merry, whatever, for whatever holiday. Like yeah. a gift? Oh. Yeah, like a gift. Yeah. But the cartoony looking ones. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's my job. On Mother's Day. That's okay. That's random. Well, I guess. I guess, yeah. like, you're still because I know, like, for it's so, like, you know, like, again, because Andre's in the industry, like, you know, we send Christmas cards to old yeah. clients, like, you know, like that. But I thought, you know, like, she sent you a, like a card, like, not no. like, some, like, put you in a no, mass text no. message, like, um, if if you don't like if you pass if you scroll past this like one of those kind of text messages where be like right. <laughs> or you'll have bad luck for twenty yeah. years yeah. or if you don't get me out of here you really don't love Jesus yeah yeah get it was me out of this get me out of this <laughs> I hate them yes and I, I felt like hmm woman 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 it's Mother's Day sins all yep <laughs> wow. But so yeah, get that team together and then pack your patience for closing. Yeah. I wanted to choke somebody during the closing process. We yeah, got the house, then the paperwork. The line, but then it was the paperwork, all the financial documents that they wanted you to send over. Over and over. The same stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I think I had like the not so <laughs> Holy Trinity of first time home buyer, down payment assistant program with the uh, state and FHA. So they were asking me for stuff almost. What's your daddy's blood type? <laughs> right. <clears throat> right. Do I need to send my child's bone marrow? What? Do I need to freeze some what, what year did your family make it over from Africa? <laughs> What more do you want from me? I'm about to throw in the tile. <laughs> I'm about to throw in the tile. 
Oh my God, it was insane, insane. It was just craziness. And oh my God, I'm trying to think of one of many. Towards the end of the closing process, I missed a couple of phone calls from the um from the loan officer, and I finally picked up my um my voicemail. Oh no, she called me and I talked to her. She was like, "So, um, you have a child, ma'am? Yes, he's eleven. Oh, we don't know how we missed that. Okay, so we are getting close to the end." Now I had to go and find my verification of my non-existent child support. <laughs> so she was like, so you have a kid? I'm like, yeah, I've talked about him. He's on my tax paperwork. How, how we miss this? But okay, how about you getting child support? <laughs> oh, you got jokes. Try Jesus. <laughs> what is this child support you speak of? Right. Jesus supports me. <laughs> And I wasn't even mad about having to get the documentation, but I was just so blown that it's like, we're close to the end and now you're asking for verification of child support. Why didn't you catch that at the beginning? You know, it was just like little stuff like it's that. It's silly. It, it is like, I, because I am like refinancing and I'm living it right now, I'm just like, yeah. I got like, I got all these papers I got to sign, scan, facts yep. so then they can then ask for the same paperwork again in two weeks it, mm -hmm. it just i'll be happy when it's over again right our new interest rate is fire but still okay like, oh, like yeah here we go again and then and i had to do it so this like yeah. the thing so i asked student loans and typically so we had tried to do it last month and they were like no your student loan debt is too high i'm like bro y'all gave me the house with the student loan debt Mm -hmm. What is you talking about? Right. So then I ended up having to get a letter from Fed Loan Services, did yeah. all of that to mm -hmm. do to to have to do the application all the way over because I, it took them longer than a week mm -hmm. to get the letter to the lady, and she says, "Sis, we can't use this letter." That's so what? And she said, "No, we just use the one percent, ma'am. The same one percent that y'all told me last month. We could. It worked. Okay. Yeah." I want to bust in your jaw. Okay. I want to hit you straight in the jugular. But what it was was the guy, he didn't even realize we had a nice, we have a nice amount of money in the bank. Okay. And I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, you know, just with your student loans, your DTI. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, okay. I said, well, what do we need to do? Because we have da, 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 in the bank. Oh, 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 I didn't see that here. Sir, do you like your job? <laughs> like, just buy, sir. I had something like that too. They're like, you don't have enough cash to close. I'm like, I've been storing money in the savings account for quite some time. Oh, fancy money. Oh, money. I sent it over to you with the initial documentation. Exactly. I'm like, didn't y'all? I had to send all these bank statements. You ain't even looking at them, homie. That's fine. Bank statements. Speaking of bank statements. So when I first started getting my credit together, I went and got a secure credit card from um from my bank and I had to put a deposit down in uh in an account that I don't have access to the money. It's just there as collateral. So I never put anything in it other than what they initially asked me for. This became a problem 
with the underwriters because they wanted me to give them a most recent statement, but the account is technically dormant because it's just holding money. So my last statement was from last year and they were like, no, you need something more recent. This is recent. No, we need something last 60 days. You're not going to get anything. It took me three trips to the bank and finally getting like one of the personal bankers to write a letter explaining why that account was dormant before they finally let up and was like, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to get it together. Yeah, that can happen. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's hard. Part of the final episode is, you know, my child in the background <laughs> telling me he's organizing his room. <laughs> I cannot. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's real life. It is what it is. Amen. Everybody working from home now, so. <laughs> right. You're going to hear kids and all sorts of stuff, right? <laughs> Everybody's working from home now. But yeah, it, um, yeah, it, yeah, I love, I, but I have had a lot of fun. We've been decorating. Um, we yes. finally hung pictures in our house. Right now we're working on our backyard oasis. My mom for my birthday, which was some days ago, I don't know how many days between now and the 20th, but it was back there. Um, mm -hmm. She sent me a, a two person hammock and Andre put it up. Um, he finished it today, but it's not. I'm gonna show it to you. It's nice. I like. Okay. And so we're gonna get some flowers planted. We got we have a, um, a fire pit, and we're gonna get fire columns. I'm like, the fall. It's about to go down in this backyard. Let's see. The, I see. Um, see my... Ooh, very nice. Very yes. Good. So. Yes. It has its it has its ups and downs, but mm -hmm. the whole process is just <sighs> right. Like then people on AGT like I walk dogs and I build parachutes and our budget six million dollars. How exactly? How is your budget six million dollars? Right. Tell me what what are y'all really doing? <laughs> yes, that is six million dollars. <laughs> oh my god! So. Yeah, but I got through it. I closed by myself in the corner of the title agency because of Rona. Yes. <laughs> um, but overall, I love the house. I love the neighborhood. It's so funny. It's that um, the neighborhood is in. It's actually historic. And there are a lot of people who look like me who own their homes and they take care of their property. Um, we do have some of the others coming in, <laughs> um, you know, our, our lighter complected counterparts, cousins, yeah. cousins our less melodic cousins. Um, they out here too. They coming. Yeah. They coming. <laughs> but mm -hmm. it was really important that I really, really wanted to move back to the city. Yeah. And I grew up in Detroit. And yeah, that was that was a thing for me. Everything I, I work in Detroit, all my family is here. I was living all the way out in the boonies, always having to go downtown for stuff. It, it just got to be like I need I need to be like in the city limits.
I put a Detroit, Michigan mailing address. So I was able to accomplish that, got a yeah. good price. And so now the work, because I did buy a used house <laughs> and not new construction, um, just the process of, you know, <laughs> upgrading and stuff yeah. and just getting it right. Because the person, yeah. I, the people that I got it from, it was a flip for them. And I can tell where they spent their money mm-hmm. and where they just kind of did what they had to, to, you know, make sure they passed inspection. <laughs> now I'm in the process of really, really trying to make it my own. Yeah, our house too, it wasn't, it wasn't new construction and the people that we bought it from were in pre-foreclosure. So there just was a lot of stuff that they, they just weren't taking care of the house. They couldn't afford it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah paint um carpet like the flooring was nasty like oh oh it was yuck um but now you know especially now that we redecorated because for the first year i was like look i'm (laughs) on the struggle bus but now like the downstairs we decorated it like it's nice like i'm like i like it looked like somebody lived here and here. <laughs> yes. And so my next, um, my next place I think I'm going to start is my office. Um, okay. I want my office to look like I'm somebody's boss lady. And so okay. slowly but surely, I mean, my prayer closet, like my prayer closet's in my office um, and I'm going to get my office together. So that's, okay. that's what's next. Because yeah. now I'm not going to DC because my conference is got can't change the virtual. It's not canceled. Aww. I know. So, but they're like, oh yeah, like we're gonna do all the same things. So just make sure your office is nice and set up because they're gonna we're gonna do picture. I'm just like, yo, wait, but it's gonna be it's gonna be fire. But now like now I gotta have my office together because I I need it to look like something. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Yep. Use houses <laughs> or pre-owned yeah. houses or whatever. <laughs> Pre-sale. <Pre-sale>, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have AC when I moved in. And ah, I, I did not know just how difficult communication was for people until I moved into the house. Oh, um, that has been my biggest issue with needing people to come and do things in my house now um like with my ac unit that was a whole story and i had to fire them because ah ah communication was one major issue like you would tell me you're gonna show up at one time and then you don't, or you call me early in the morning saying you're gonna pick something up. So I'm thinking you're in route, but then you don't show up until like the evening time and you just drop things off on my living room floor and then leave an hour later after running your mouth because this was a, a, a family friend. Um, yeah, I'll just say family friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The AC wound up going out a few days after it was put in, and I was just, I was livid because, you know, my mom is is in the house with me, and she was going through chemo at the time, and 
my sister had come up to visit, you know, and she um has a heart condition, then there's my son. So all of these folks are in the house and then I'm working and trying to do all this other stuff. And I'm like, my family is hot. And I don't hear much, if anything, from you. Like, you've got to be kidding me. I can't. I cannot do this. So I had to go and find somebody else to fix it. But then his communication was a problem, too. He just sent his crew out without letting me know. One time they came out to do a ceiling fan, and we were already gone. Like, why didn't you tell me? And then two weeks later, after I called him daily over the weekend to see when he was going to send somebody back out, and they were off schedule, he was saying, and I'm like, why do I have to constantly call you? I'm not into chase people down to give them my money. So then a week later, they show right. up randomly. I'm like, okay, seriously. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, is it hard? Is it really that hard? Or am I just being difficult? No, I don't feel like it's that hard. I think that um, people just suck, man. Like, there are some people who just, they just suck. Like, I learned that. And because there were people that I was like, no, nope, fired. Um, even the situation that I was just telling you about with like the real mm-hmm. estate stuff, like people just be sucking. Like they are worried about, they're worried about themselves. They're not really worried about like, okay, I'm doing a service for somebody. Is this inconveniencing them? Oh, like this person, um, you know, took all this time to do X, Y, and Z to help me. Yeah. Even if I'm going to go in another direction, just the courtesy of saying, hey, I'm going to go with this over here because this works better for me mm-hmm. instead of like just doing what the heck ever. People just be trash. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's crazy. It's like you you own a business though. So this is not a good look that mm-hmm. I'm asking you to come out to my house for whatever issue or question or whatever it is I'm trying to do. And you don't show up or you're late or um, <clears throat> if there's a change of plans, you're not communicating with me. I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. I'm trying to yeah. pay you. I'm not asking for a hookup. <laughs> oh my God. We, have a, we had a, a contractor recently that I just told, I told Andre, like, don't call him again because I should not, if you say you're going to do something, just do it. Because I could take my money somewhere else. Exactly. Like, you're not the only person doing this. So uh-huh. it just, you know, people, look, I've really gotten a lot better. Like, you know, be blessed, but be blocked over there. <laughs> like, be blessed. But you can also be blocked as well. Yes. Um, yeah, and just moving people out of position. Like, I'm not here to play. This is my home. And I love this place. And so if it's not important to you, that's fine, baby. Because these coins are transferable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a good point. Like, this is my home. Yeah. So it's important to me. If yeah. it's not important to you, then you need to let me know. And then I can move Bye. on. Right. <laughs> I can hop back on. I can ask around uh, to some other people. Bye. <laughs> like, peace. That's cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I had a guy come out and do my... um redo my tub um the job that was done on it was not the greatest and then the tub the faucet had a leak so it was making a substandard job look worse like i could see the original tub color (laughs) yeah it was 
it was bad. And it that house, I mean, the tub didn't look like that during the inspection process. But yeah, but they came out. I called to make the appointment, set it up. He, the lady was like, we actually have an opening today. Cool, I'll take it. He was early. He did what he had to do, and he was gone. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah that, that happened to us. We uh, came, did the house, did the inspection. Everything looked great. Came back, pool was green. I was like, what? what's wrong with this pool? And yeah. they, so we had people come out. They're like, oh, it's going to cost you. Like, they were trying to charge us for a whole new system. And then we ended up calling um, this local pool place, and they told Andre. Yeah. And bring a sample of the water in. Now, I was like, how are you supposed to get the sample? He's like, I gotta put my hand in there. I was like, your hand gonna fall off, sir. It's green. <laughs> uh, but when you know, when he dipped that bottle, it grounds like you can get the, the plague, the heebie jeebies. Like, it's green. It did right. not look like that. We came to see the house. It's green, sir. That yeah. means that your hand is gonna fall off. It's gonna be like, da -da, like it's gonna be bad. Um, <laughs> but then when he actually put the the bottle and the water bottle in and pulled the the water was clear, so we did not need a new system. The mm -hmm. pool needed to be shocked. So these people came out quoting us. I mean, mm -hmm. us do it saved us like five grand. Wow! It just needed to be shocked and cleaned mm -hmm. they quit cleaning it because they figured they had sold the house. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. "Why that pool green? Oh no! Oh right. no! See." Uh -huh. So exactly. I really feel like with home ownership, you know, it is a blessing. I feel like this is how we, you know, we start building generational wealth for our yeah. families. But I also mm -hmm. feel like you learn a lot. You learn about service. You learn about um, who, like, who you let in your home. Like, I'm very funny about who I let in my home. There are people right. who are no longer invited to come. Like, uh-uh, you can't be up in here. Because this is my place of peace. Like, I worked yeah. too hard to get here. Um, I've worked too hard to mm -hmm. make it be what's going to be. And I will say, too, like, at first, I'm like, I feel like when you first get in the house, there's this almost an urge to, like, get everything perfect. But mm -hmm. honestly, like, where are we going? Right. That's true. That's true. Where are we going? That's all, like, we're actually taking it piece by piece. The fact that it took 12 months for us to hang a family photo. Uh -huh. A single, <laughs> you would have thought nobody lives here. You would have right. thought we was moving out because there was not a single picture on the wall. Yeah. But it's just like now that it's done, it looks so nice. Right. And where are we going? And what was the rush? Uh huh. Right. Yeah, and, and that's true. And I've definitely had to learn or be intentional about prioritizing again, just not wanting to get myself into um, that same financial situation as before, but taking on more than I could handle. Yeah. And, you know, my mom, bless her heart, okay, I just don't want you doing too much. Okay, ma, I'm throwing a lot of ideas out here to these folks who come by. That doesn't mean I'm doing all of it. Yeah. There's really like, so much stuff that I want to do. I want to get a hot tub for the backyard for huh? the winter. But right now, we get these fire columns. We bought this $100 fire pit from BJ's, and mm -hmm. it'd be a whole mood. Like, there, we're just not going to spend all this you know, money. I want to enjoy our home, mm -hmm. uh, but I also want to be able to enjoy life. And right. so I'm not like, at first I was like, oh man, I hate the kitchen. I want to redo it. And then honestly, I'm like, but there's, it's granite. Like it's granite mm -hmm. and there's cabinets and it's fine. Yeah. 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 
like the Why tub, are you about to redo priority? these bathrooms that I don't be in? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Like my tub, um, the folks who did it can actually redo the entire bathroom with the um, tile um, and, and kind of refinish it that way. And I really want to do that. But right now, my priority was just the tub. If you can get this tub right, I'm good for a minute before having to take on another project. And so that became a priority. Just get the tub together. Cause so I don't feel like I need to put on, you know, flip-flops to go take a shower in my own tub. <laughs> and I'm I'm okay. I am okay. <laughs> you know, just just stuff like that. So speaking of uh inviting certain people into your home. So what kind of vibe would you say that you're trying to or intent or tone when people walk into your house? How how you want them to feel, the ones that are invited? <laughs> Peace. Yeah. Peace. That like okay. it my home is my sanctuary. This is my safe space. The Holy Spirit live up in here. And when you mm -hmm. come in here, you should have that level of peace, of relaxation. Mm -hmm. um, there ain't no hanks. Not to say that, you know, things like, you know, we don't get busy or we don't whatever, whatever, but there's just yeah. a level of peace in our home. And mm -hmm. so if I feel like your spirit don't sit right up in here, you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> peace. That's yeah. really, that's really what it is. It's my safe space. Um, the way that I decorate, like I have some contemporary stuff and some stuff that looks homey. And my mom's like, girl, what style is this? You got this and that. I said, it's Charlotte's house. Mm -hmm. That's the style. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte's house is the mm -hmm. style. It, it doesn't have to be um, for everyone. And everybody, when they come in and they see it, they're like, oh, like I love how you have, because it's almost like separate areas. Mm -hmm. um, I just, yeah, peace, man. That's, that's yeah. why you come in and you want to sit and you want right. to stay for a while and you. My house, I'll do what I want. Who name on the deed? Not yours. Whoop. What would you say? You're, um, your person. person. That's your name. What would you say your, um, your vibe, like your aesthetic is for your home? Peace as well. Peace as well. And I've actually, I'm choosing because I'm painting some of the rooms mm -hmm. and you can see the background. Um, this is actually March Aquamarine, which is my birthstone. So I did the whole room um, last weekend and downstairs I have like a teal for the living room and it's like really icy pale uh, blue for the mm -hmm. kitchen. So I'm picking lots of greens and blues and things that are just calming and soothing. Yeah because I do want that the atmosphere to be peaceful and tranquil and I want it to also be safe yeah. um, <clears throat> and, and have that sense of safety and security um, just to bring it back to past experience. There was a long period of time where home was not safe and that just didn't seem right. Because your house should be your safe place. Mm -hmm. It should be the place when you get in and you could just kind of exhale. And be yourself. Be yourself. Be truly you. Uh, authentic. Walk around. Walk ain't got no pants on. Just exactly. t-shirt and no panties on. Like whatever you want to do. <laughs> it's your house. Yeah. And to be in a house 
and not have those feelings, that was something that I did not want to experience ever again. So right down to like the paint colors and the things I'm choosing and really just wanted to invite that that yeah. peaceful, serenity, chill. Like I'm not walking around on eggshells in the house where I pay the bills. Exactly. That's what we not gonna do. What you're not gonna do is that. And so exactly. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I want to get home and go. Yes, yes. <laughs> Girl, I found out that there's like little things that I really like. Like we got a um, automatic, like our garage opener. We got it. We ended up getting a new garage because the old one, honey, it sounded like the whole house. It sounded like it's about to transform. Yeah, I'm a trend loud. So we need a new one. It's too loud. I'm like, why is it so loud? Um, so we got a new one and it's like, it is a smart one. So I can open the garage while I'm at work Yeah. or if I'm out, like, okay, on my birthday, you sent me an edible arrangement and I Andre was at home and I was at the hairdresser and I was like, hold on, I can open my garage. You can put it in the fridge in there. Hey, Google. <laughs> and I, I pressed that button. Okay, I'm, I'm in and I'm out. And I'm like, yes, yes. smart garage. Yes. You know that movie Smart House on Disney? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I am yes. working so, on the smart house. Yeah. And not only because I am a techie like that and into all the gadgets, and also because some of the things that you pick, it can actually save money for you in the long run. So I have the smart thermostat. Yep. Um, I've got the Google Nest set up. Yes. And I'm trying to, and my entryway has his voice activated. Hey, Google, turn on the entryway light. Yeah. Coolest thing ever. I just need to remind my mother and my son to leave the switch on because it is controlled by voice now. Because <laughs> Google be like, something's wrong with the light. Oh, somebody turned the switch off again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I love stuff like that. So that's the other thing. Yeah, I'm trying to get it get it to be a smart house. As well yeah. as a safe one and a peaceful one. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want it. I want it to be a smart house. I want to do um the whole like all the fire detectors and all that stuff. Yeah. So but it don't have to be done overnight because it's stuff expensive. Yes, yes it is. Expensive. Yes. I found a couple of deals, but it is. Let me tell you, honey, I got this dag on living room table. <laughs> this dining room table is easily a $1,200 table. I paid $159. Let me tell you about the King's liquidation outlet and the way that God said, I said, did it fall off a truck? <laughs> God said, this this is what he said. He said, we ain't paying all that money for that table. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so we did not. And so I like, I love furniture shopping. I like going to save money and find liquidation places. I actually had this lady, she came in, she was super sweet. Um, and she was a um, an interior designer. Cause I'm like, I don't, really know what to put where. So she kind of came in, she's like, you got good bones. Like she, you know, she's like, I would do glass table here. I would do this there. And yeah. trying to find a glass dining room table. I was like, I'm not spending $700 for a table that I'm not going to eat at that frequently. 
Um, and so I remember that there was an outlet, a Cane's outlet um, by my job. And we went and literally, Eve, it is the smallest ding at the bottom of the table that you would never see. And uh-huh. the gla- it's, it's a nice table. Yeah. Did I show you the table? Uh-uh. It's a beautiful table. But <laughs> it is. Um, but the, the amount of money that they wanted for that stuff, uh-huh. like chairs, girl. Yeah. Then I needed six chairs. I was like, Amazon, I found some chairs for two seventy five. Mm-hmm. What I'm not about to do is be playing with y'all. Right. Right. And speaking of furniture, I don't have anything in the living room yet, and I'm not in a rush to put anything in the living room. Um, yeah, just because I want to get everything else to together first, and I know that we're not going to spend a whole lot of time in that space, mm-hmm. so really there's no point in rushing to furnish it especially yeah. when there's other things to me that take you know priority and pressing over that like yeah. getting things organized that has kind of become one of my top priorities but i know that's also a process because mm-hmm. of the mindset change as well yep just trying to get rid of all of those um all those old habits and getting things decluttered like we have a habit of taking our mail and just finding one dumping spot for it. And every now and again, we'll clean it off. But then it just stacks right back up. And I'm like, something has to, got to be. to open that and read it. Yeah. This is new new house. You're going to do things new and different. So I got in touch with um a professional organizer. She kind of walked through with me when the house was still empty and made some suggestions. And I'm trying to implement it. And But I'm using her for some of the projects. So she is actually going to convert my front closet into a command center. Oh, that's nice. Yes. She stopped by today. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what, how it turns out. So just a place for the things like our mail and our bills and what's going on, the agendas and to-do lists, just all that in one spot instead of yeah. just piling on the table somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if I just <laughs> sent you a picture, but here's my table. Ew, nice. Oh, that is nice. One, one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. I'm like, I'm not spending all this money. No, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not. The joys, man. Man, exactly. It's like the little things like, oh, we can go to, like yesterday we went to Lowe's to pick out, um, we picked out um, like I wanted plants for the backyard. I wanted to look a certain way. Yeah. Um, I just realized like I want a peach tree and I'm gonna get one and I'm gonna plant it in my backyard. Okay. I want, they have peach trees and they had orange trees. And I was like, I like it. I want one. Yeah. So, and I'm not even all that, um, I don't have no green thumbs. Mine be brown because that's how God made them. And, um, but I'm gonna get these trees. Yeah, I don't I'm know like, landscaping. I don't know that. Not my ministry. Not well, I'm gonna have somebody else plant them, but the trees are gonna grow. And I just said, <laughs> like, one day we could, like, I can look, oh, I'm hungry. And I go outside and get me an orange. Right. <laughs> go outside and get me a peach. Right. <laughs> I'm about to go, we're about to get these. <laughs> Why won't these trees plant? Would you like some peaches from my backyard? Yes, <laughs> for real. 
Oh, you can make the peach cobbler with the Ciroc and stuff. Yes, with some fresh peaches. <laughs> like, it's just stuff that I feel like I didn't really, like, I felt like I wanted to have, like, fruits and vegetables. I told Andre I wanted a vegetable garden, and he was like, we could just get the fruit trees. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm good with the fruit. Because I was like, I can make onion. I, can, I would grow my own onions. I would grow my own peppers. Um, but then too, where we stay at is like conservation behind okay. us. And so then, you know, animals. So, yeah. Yeah. You don't want Bambi all in your yard. But I'm gonna get these trees. <laughs> I'm gonna get these trees. All right now. I'm gonna have a peach once the, uh, once yes. it, uh, I'm gonna what? see one toy up like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Speaking of Lowe's and Home Depot, yeah, those are the new new booze in my life. Yes. Like, I'm about to lose. Hey, what you doing, big head? I'm about to slide okay. through. I don't do Home Depot because they support things that I don't support, but I'll go to Lowe's. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Lowe's, Home Depot. You know how you used to talk about me in the lip bar? That is me in these home improvement stores now. I'm <laughs> there. Especially because I can't even wear the lip gloss. I'm going to throw out all my lip bar stuff and replace it because it's going to expire. But Home Depot and Lowe's and Menards, they're still open. Very simple. Big money and my nards. <laughs> I love commercials. <laughs> like commercials with jingles, that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But adulting. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. So anything, anything else with the with homes and houses and Man, it's just safe space, man. Like I, I will say that I'm happy. I love my house and I'm yeah. grateful and I'm happy and okay. I am just looking forward to memories. We're going to bring our first babes to this house. Like it's going to be great. So, but yeah, no, it'd be there, but you know what? And with every, with every, I almost said every reward, there comes responsibility with everything. True. And so sometimes it just be feeling really ghetto. Mm-hmm. But I do love yeah. furniture shopping. Like, if I had girls, let me tell you. And I only want to do it at a discount. Like, I feel really good getting stuff at a discount. Yeah. I got a yeah. lot of stuff off of Wayfair. And I was you like, please, please don't Wayfair. really be trafficking kids. <laughs> I was like, uh, they came on me. I was like, but I already ordered. <laughs> Right, right. Please don't be trafficking kids in real life. I ain't got time for that. Exactly. You already, it's already on its way. It's not in my house. <laughs> it's here. Please don't let there be a child in this box. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely peace. It should be your safe space. And you're right. It is definitely a, a huge responsibility, not one to be taken lightly. Yeah, and it's a big thing. Like, congratulations, man. Like, congratulations to us. 
because yeah. there are some people who never own a home uh-huh. and so i think you know as much as we joke and you know there are some aspects that we don't like about it like there are yeah. some people who literally would give anything to mm-hmm. be able to to own a home and so the fact that we're doing it and we're you know you know we're young and we're black and we're dope <laughs> like yeah. it, this is a thing um and i feel like this is how we this is how generational wealth is built that mm-hmm. i want to take care of my home i want to do all these different things with it so that way when my kids want to buy a house i can take some equity out this house that i've owned for the last because that's that's what our caucasian cousins be doing that's why they can uh be a dog walker and got a six hundred thousand dollar budget for a house because their parents are able to be in position to help them and so exactly. i'm willing to do the work now so that way when my kids are ready mm-hmm. their experience yeah. is better. Yeah, and that's that's part of it too. Like I got this place, my son has somewhere um safe to stay. It can be passed on to him should I choose to keep the house. Um I'm in a position now or getting into a position where I'm taking over more of the finances. My mom is still with me and I just wanted to do something on my own, on my own terms only in my name mm-hmm. without needing a co-signer or anything like that so yeah like sis bought a whole house by herself mm-hmm. <laughs> an unmarried what did it say an unmarried baby and her mama mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and for me too yeah i got the big room as you should my name's on the title <laughs> as you should <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, yeah. Should we see Uh-oh. me? You will never part. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you told Hopple. That's my favorite line. Over the You told Hopple to beat me. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh. Well, this is not the end. It's just a little chapter, you know. Yeah, man. We're out here. You're gonna have protecting the peace. It's yes. gonna be a oh, thing. Yeah, we're talking about the, the new podcast that are launching. Yeah, so, yeah. And you've got yours. That's it, right? God goes and girl talk. God goes and girl talk. Every Wednesday yeah. we be out here. Okay. Okay. Um, just did an episode about Chadwick Boseman. Um, it's called. Um, I'm doing this series called Living in Purpose on Purpose. So just about yeah. being intentional with fulfilling your things. And um, I felt like he did a really good job. And so um, shared his Howard University commencement speech and then just kind of talked about like the things that we could learn from the way that he slid in and out of here. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, when my new podcast where Dope and Unfilter is kind of pivoting to, I'm doing the name change. I did some cover art already. Um, yes yes i was really impressed at how well it turned out like on the first try mm-hmm. like i knocked it out the park like for real yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it will still be similar to this format but now it's a little bit more defined because the four it's four issues that i'm concerned or passionate about one being maternal child health the second being um, mental 
mental and emotional health, um, being a parent to a child with special needs, and then also just the whole um, like woman womanism issue and just the things that kind of impact us and how we see ourselves and how things are really starting to shift or should be shifting. Um, and just doing things that are true to ourselves and it is specific to us mm-hmm. and my soul sisters. So that's that's what it's all about and just the things that we can do to protect the peace. So that's where the name came from. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to in the planning stages, but you know, it's it's whew, I gotta I gotta build some time for it. But we're gonna make it we're gonna make it do what it do. <laughs> make it do what it does, girl. <laughs> Right. Make it do what it does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, just a new direction. But, you know, we'll still be out here. You know, there's shenanigans still to be had. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm absolutely. beyond uh, PTP. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. So, I guess that's it. Now it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> this is all dulling part right now, and my voice is still St. Louis. <laughs> but yeah, no, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. You can catch both of our new projects, everything that we're doing, um, protecting the peace, God goals and girl talk. And yeah, man, the pivot, man, the pivot is real. Mm-hmm. And um, this has been fun. Yeah. This has been so much fun. It has been. And it so been. it will continue. And I just yeah. can't wait to see in like five, 10 years, like where all of this stuff is. And Dope and Filter lives forever. Like it's not going away. Oh, Episodes yeah. aren't going away. It'll be her child with our cute cover mm-hmm. art because we pay for that. No, no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, yeah. So before we sign off for the final time, just thank you again for kind of staying on me for like what. How, how long did you talk to me about doing a podcast? I was like, girl, you don't do a podcast, I'm going to bust you upside your head. You don't do a podcast, I'm... I mean, yeah, she was kind of threatening my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do, though. Get you a friend that... Will but you know what? It really is good because I feel like we... Yes, and I feel like you really... This is your time. Like, I feel like, you know, when we started Dope and Unfilter, you said, I'll do it, but you got to co-host it with me. But I really feel like you need a platform where you're going to be able, your voice is going to be amplified and it's going to be yeah. the only voice. I feel like, you know, I know a lot of your story and I feel like when Protecting the Peace comes out, as people learn more about where you've come from, the things that you've done, like, it is time for you to have your own voice and be confident in just it being you. Aww. Look. We ain't doing none of this crying shit and tears. I didn't tell you to cry. Don't I didn't say that. Don't be sitting here trying to inspire me and make me feel, you know. Warm and fuzzy, that's fine. What you want to do? You want me to throw it off? Booty hole. What's yours? Dude, I'm sitting. Oh, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, no, but for real, like, that is, that's really what it's about. Yeah, that's really what it's about. It's just, you know, I really feel like we're being called to different spaces. And, you know, it's, it is, it's good. Like, our, 
purposes are not always the same, but we can still support each other. And I right. think that that's really what this is all about. Like me doing goggles and girl talk where I'm talking by myself, I was very self-conscious. You know, when I first started, I've always had a co-host on every podcast that I've done. And yeah. God was like, no, so it's like, it's me and you, and that's what you're going to do. And now I'm what, nine months in now? And I got some numbers. Like, I, like I got a But I'm still getting comfortable with just my own voice. And so I feel like that's where, you know, you being, you're being called to, to talk about mm -hmm. these issues and to really just be Eve. Yeah. Because you have a lot to say and you have a lot of wisdom to give. And even with, you know, our shenanigans, <laughs> like people need to be able to hear because you're the expert. And okay. um, that's all I got. Okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Yes, girl. You're awesome. Thank you so much. And I just know that really, <laughs> I was just thinking about this on your birthday. I said for the things that you have accomplished at your age, oh my God, I was just like in awe. Like seriously. You know, I deal with, um, or I see women every day around your age and they are still trying to pull it together and i have seeing them too i'm like yeah. i'll be somebody mama like mm. right right um i'm reading this book called the big leap okay. i'm listening to it now okay. here's the only thing i don't like about it is buddy be saying the universe a lot and i'm like that's mm -hmm. what, like that's god i'm not here for the universe it's god <laughs> it's jesus it's holy spirit but i'm gonna take i'm gonna take the information i like out of this yeah and i'm gonna leave the bones um but it is really like it's really good okay you need to okay. read the big leap so okay. we can address your upper limit problems so you can push See what you're not gonna do? What you're not gonna do on this final podcast now is read me. We're not gonna do that. Get the big leap and fix your up. Like, girl, I like he. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I hear you. I will. I will check it out. <laughs> and actually read it. On that note, thank you guys. <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you for your support. Yes. Uh, check us out on our separate podcast coming to you soon. And you know, like like we we said a few times already, it's not the end. We will be together. Yeah. Coming to you live from the 99 to the 2000s. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Right, guys. Let's go ahead and just do this. Oh, it's been a good run. But remember to always have the audacity to declare openness, peace, and empowerment. Till later. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to Dope and Unfiltered. Head on over to our website, dopeandunfiltered.com, to join our list so you never miss an episode. Also, if you found value in this show, take a few moments to leave us a rating and review on your preferred streaming platform. Be sure to share this with your friends and join us for the next episode of Dope and Unfiltered.